Hello and welcome to the new year. This is your weekly Bible study, Lessons for Life. I'm Jay, and I'm so glad you can join us. This is, it's 2020 now. We've started a new season. We're on our 27th episode, and I'm so glad that you could find time in your busy day to listen to this podcast today. You know, there's, I want to take a second to wish you the best for the new year, and I pray that God's blessings will shower down upon you, and uh, He will be with you. Just ask Him to be with you this upcoming year, and He will. He'll be with you. He'll be by your side. He'll help you through the good times and the bad times. He'll help you take the pressure off. I want you to go right now, go look at Philippians, the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 6. I'm not even going to read it. I want you to go there and look at it. Philippians, chapter 4, verse 6. Actually, verse 6 through 9. And just, just read about what the Apostle Paul says about praying and what God can do for you. Anyway, that's what we're going to start with today, but uh, that's not going to be the subject of of this particular episode, because what I really want to talk about today is, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. Uh, as I record this, it's uh, January 7th, 2020, and um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Uh, you know, Congress is talking about impeaching the president of the United States. I'm not really going to get into that, but that's going on. Um, there's some scary stuff happening in the Middle East. There are questions about whether we're going to war or not. I don't happen to think we're going to war, but it could get ugly for a while. And so that kind of, um, that made me wonder about, you know, there must be people out there listening and even just for myself, you know, kind of wondering about what God has to, has to do with all of this. And what does he say about war and about going to war? And what does the Bible say about going to war? Now, by the time you hear this, and you may, you may hear this podcast, you know, six months from now, sometime in June, or you maybe won't hear it for a year from the time I record this. And God willing that there will be peace in the world and we can get through this tough time right now. But I did want to address what what uh, some areas of the Bible say about war. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to reference uh, an article online that comes from um, a famous uh, um, 
preacher, John MacArthur. And what he says, that's not really what he says, but he's picked out verses in the Bible that actually address uh, this area. First thing is that God considers human life to be precious. We know this. Um, right from uh, Psalm, Psalm 8, verse 4 through 6. What is man that you take thought of him, speaking of God, being the you, what is man that you take thought of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than God, and you crown him with glory and majesty. You make him rule over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. God has a special place for his creation, for man, for mankind. In Matthew 10, verse 29 through 31, are not, are not two sparrows sold for a cent? And yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. That is speaking of uh, mankind, the individual person being much more valuable than many sparrows. The very heads, or the very hairs on your head are all numbered. How much more valuable then is a man than a sheep? So then it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Matthew 12, 12. So we're speaking about God valuing humankind and human life. Life is precious. In Genesis 9, 5 through 6, it says, surely I will require your lifeblood from every beast. I will require it. And from every man, from every man's brother, I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed. For in the image of God he made man. What that's saying is that because Life is precious. God is saying that he is, he is calling for the punishment of anyone who murders a bearer of his image. Now, he was talking about um, when, when God said this, he was commanding Noah when he left the ark to begin uh, a fresh start. That's the part in the Bible where that comes from. Let's look over that again. Surely I will require your lifeblood. From every beast I will require it. And from every man, from every man's brother, I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed. For in the image of God he made man. Who? Here's, here's the important one. The important part of what I just read, whoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed. 
That means that God is calling for the punishment of anyone who murders uh, the bearer of God's image for anyone who murders another. Let's jump to the New Testament. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul in Romans 13 talks about God giving power to governments to punish those who do evil. Quoting the Romans 13, 1 through 7 now. Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. So God is granting um, the power of governments um, to, to um, uh, authority over the the subjects of that government. In other words, our government here in the United States has granted the power by God to govern us. Um, but there is no ex authority except from God. So God has granted this. Therefore, and continuing on now, therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God. And they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. For ru rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil. Do you want to have no fear of authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise for the same. For it is a minister of God to you for good. But if you do what is evil, be afraid. For it does not bear the sword for nothing. For it is a minister of God, an avenger, who brings wrath on the one who practices evil. I'm going to repeat that. But if you do what is evil, be afraid. For it does not bear the sword for nothing. For it is a minister of God, an avenger, who brings wrath on the one who practices evil. Continuing now. Therefore, it is necessary to be in subjection, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for rulers are servants of God, devoting themselves to this very thing. Render to all what is due them, tax to whom tax is due, custom to whom custom fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. The key verse here is, therefore it is necessary. No. The key verse here is, but if you do what is evil, be afraid, for it does not bear the sword for nothing. For it is a minister of God, an avenger who brings wrath on the one who practices evil. Let's stop for a minute is not the terrorists of the world, are not the terrorists of the world, including the Iranian general who was assassinated not so long ago? Was he not one who practiced evil? Was Hitler not one who practiced evil? 
Stalin, not one who practiced evil, is Mao, not one who practiced evil. There's so much evil. Paul Pot in Cambodia. There's so much evil in the world. From first first Peter, the second chapter. It's saying that God ordained government to ensure order in society by punishing evildoers. So listen to this right now from 1 Peter. Sub, submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to a king as the one in authority or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and the praise of those who do right. So some of these verses that I've covered here is one, the point, the big points are as citizens of our country, the United States of America, God has given them authority to, 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 to fight evil in the world. It's really a matter of, is it righteous or is it not righteous? These are my thoughts. God gives governments the responsibility of carrying out punishment on those who commit atrocities. Like September 11th. And that responsibility includes waging war when it's necessary against groups or nations that carry out evil actions and who commit deadly atrocities. So if you've listened to the media just lately, not all media, but some media are questioning the morality and the legality of the strike against this Iranian general. This Iranian general has commanded a force who's been responsible for killing over 600 American soldiers in the area of Iraq by committing terrorist acts. Yet, the media, some media singles out our president for doing wrong by holding this man responsible. The killer of 600 Americans ordered strikes on 600 Americans and maybe countless others. And yet the media and some in this country are claiming that the, the president of the United States has done wrong. That he's the one that's wrong. How silly. How silly. God has given our country, which was founded by men who believed that they were 
destined, not destined, that's not the right word, but that they they founded this country based on divine providence. Well, sure, people will argue that they weren't all Christians. Well, that's just not true. The founding fathers of this country were, were God-fearing men. They prayed. They founded this nation based on divine providence. They pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to found this country. And, you know, we've all sinned, right? The government sinned. Presidents have sinned. Senators have sinned. Congressmen have sinned. You have sinned. But the United States of America is a righteous country for the most part. We haven't, all, we haven't been perfect, but nobody is perfect. You're not perfect. But we have a responsibility to rid the world of evil. It is our God-given responsibility to do that. Now, will we have a war? I don't know. God willing, we won't. But if we do, we have brave men and women that will fight it for us. And I only pray that God keeps them safe and rids the world of the evils that need to be destroyed. Let's pray right now. Lord, Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to reach to reach your followers through the internet and through various media. I pray that your word is soaked up, understood, meditated upon, prayed over, and, and that we understand that you have designs on what the United States of America and the good people of the world, the good Christ-following people of the world will do in your name because it is our responsibility to do your work here on earth, to rid the world of evil people who would do us all harm and would fight against you. Thank you, Lord, again for this opportunity, and I, I hope that you are with all the listeners and Hear their prayers. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you've got a comment on what we just talked about here today or or any subject that you want to communicate with me about, please feel free to write me at weeklyword2020 at gmail.com. That's weeklyword2020 at gmail.com. And I will endeavor to answer your questions. Uh, If you have a prayer request, please send that in. I'll be happy to pray for you. If you're listening on the Anchor uh, website, you can actually send me a voicemail, and I'd be happy to hear that too. Um, We are going to uh, endeavor to uh, put out weekly podcasts. And in the event that we don't get that done every single week, um, please bear with me because I'm doing this as time becomes uh, available. And uh, you may or may not know this, but I'm doing this from my kitchen table. And I, I, I actually feel called to do this. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a Bible scholar. I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy who is a follower of Jesus Christ. And one of the responsibilities we have as a follower of Jesus Christ is to spread the good news, spread the gospel. And that's what I'm trying to do. Please let friends or anyone interested that, uh, might find this podcast interesting or enlightening, please send the links along and have them listen. And, uh, and I hope we can grow the audience and, uh, I hope God works in your life to take the burdens off and to, uh, help you through. And if I can do anything in a prayerful way, please let me know weekly word 2020 at gmail.com. Till next time, this is Jay. God bless.